This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku. And GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. On Science Fantastic, we profile the amazing, jaw-dropping scientific discoveries that are revolutionizing our world and touching our lives. And in this hour, once again, we're going to throw the lines open. This hour is your hour. This hour is dedicated to you. If you're listening to the radio, watching television, surfing the web, maybe you come across a science story that captures your imagination. Something about space, something about our world, something about DNA, something about cancer research, health, but there's no one to talk to. You're all by yourself. Well, you can talk to me. That's right. You can give me a call and have your thoughts heard on national radio. The number to call is 612-564-8135. Write that number down. 612-564-8135. All we ask is that you leave your name, call letters of the radio station you're listening to, if you're listening to one, and the city you're calling from, and then ask that question. Make that comment that's always been bothering you. Also, today I'm actually recording from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm speaking at a science conference here. A lot of engineers and scientists will be in the audience. But of course, I'm not that far away from Roswell, New Mexico, where some people think a flying saucer crashed back in 1947, hushed up by the military. And once I actually sponsored a debate on radio. On one hand, we had a representative from the United States Air Force, a retired Air Force official who said, bah, humbug, none of this nonsense about aliens from outer space, it's all trumped up. And then on the other side, we had a true believer, an author of several books about the Roswell incident, who believed that the Air Force was covering up the fact that alien bodies were recovered from a flying saucer crash. Well, I still remember the Air Force officials said, wait a minute, it was a weather balloon. That's all it was, a weather balloon. And then the critics said, now wait a minute, why would the Air Force cover it up if it was just a weather balloon? And then the Air Force official kind of like hemmed and hawed, because if it is just a weather balloon, Project Mogul, that crashed, why the cover-up? Why this elaborate PR effect? Well, it turns out that the military, over the years, would actually deliberately, tantalizingly talk about flying saucers in order to deflect uh, criticism of the stealth bomber. The stealth bomber was being perfected in area like Area 51, and the military wanted to keep top secret some of our experiments on the stealth bomber, so they deliberately floated flying saucer stories. But something then came out a few years after that. A few years after that, in Albuquerque, the press here noted the fact that the military conducted top-secret experiments on radiation dispersal using unknowing American citizens as guinea pigs. The United States military would release radioactive materials in populated areas like Cincinnati, for example. Think about it. Radioactive debris being thrown into the air so that the military could trace and track the flow of these volatile radioactive materials in the atmosphere without permission of U.S. citizens. We were the guinea pigs. And apparently that's one of the reasons why the military hushed up a weather balloon, because they didn't want people to probe deeper to find out that the military was actually experimenting on the U.S. population, shooting radioactive materials into people's backyards, into the atmosphere, just to see how radiation spreads in the environment. 
Well, people sometimes say that maybe history is repeating itself again. Vladimir Putin just a few months ago announced the fact that the, the Russians are perfecting a new type of weapon, the hypersonic drive. It is a vehicle that can travel many times faster than the speed of sound, not just supersonic, but hypersonic capable of evading any ground radar. That's why they're doing it. And the military in the United States and the Chinese then were also forced to admit that they too are working on hypersonic drives. And maybe that's what's buzzing our aircraft. Our aircraft sometimes says something is buzzing them faster, faster than any known vehicle that we know of. Maybe it's hypersonic drive. Well, who knows? for sure, but let's continue now because we're going to throw the lines open and you can get on Science Fantastic. Give us a call. The hotline number once again is 612-564-8135. Ask that question. Make that comment and have your thoughts heard on almost 100 radio stations that carry Science Fantastic. Okay, let's move on and take the first listener phone call. Hi, this is Armand from Queens, New York, and I listen to you on YouTube. I watch these murder mysteries, and they usually give the you know, suspect a polygraph. But I've heard that polygraphs aren't that accurate. So what are your speculations on that? And um, do you think there's new technology, you know, coming that can be more effective than the polygraph, like brain scan or something like that? Um, thank you very much, and have a great day. Well, yes, ever since ancient times, uh, people have wondered, how do you detect if someone is lying to you? During the Middle Ages, for example, during the Middle Ages, uh, somebody would grab both wrists and check your pulse in your wrist and then ask you questions. If you begin to hesitate, act nervous and sweat, you could detect that because your pulse rate went up because somebody was holding both wrists as you were being interrogated. So that was a crude, but it was a way in which you could detect increase in blood pressure, which does correspond to lying in certain circumstances. Today, we have a battery of ways in which we can so-called detect lies. We can look at, for example, sweat. Sweat is salt water. Salt water conducts electricity. So by analyzing the conductivity of your skin by putting two small electrodes on your skin, you can detect whether or not you're sweating and therefore whether or not you are, quote, telling a lie. Your breathing rate, your heartbeat, the conductivity of your skin, any number of ways are put together to create a polygraph which can be beaten. If you can psychologically control your body so that you don't tense up, you don't start to sweat, get nervous, but you distract yourself by thinking about the seashore or birds or thinking about something else, you can actually train yourself to defeat a polygraph. And now we have brain scans. Get a copy of my book, The Future of the Mind, and you'll be shocked to find out how much materials that we can actually get from the living brain. But looking at blood flow, blood flow in the brain, we can actually see thoughts, thoughts as they're being created in the living brain. This is amazing. This means that old wives' tales can actually be proven to be correct in some cases. Many parents believe, for example, that, that teenagers suffer from brain damage. Well, that's partly true. Uh, brain scans of the prefrontal cortex of teenagers show that it's not fully developed. So their ability to evaluate risk-taking is faulty, and that's why teenagers take unnecessary risks. Another old wives' tale that you can show by using brain scans, well, many people believe that when a man talks to a pretty girl, he starts to act stupid. Well, if you brain scan someone who's talking to a pretty girl, sure enough, blood drains from the prefrontal cortex, and the man starts to stutter and act mentally retarded. So this is actually a biological mechanism that you can measure, quantify, something that most people believe, and that when a man talks to a pretty girl, he starts to act stupid. Well, can you use this as a lie detector? 
That's the question. And we'll answer that question after the break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. After the break, we'll answer the question, can you brain scan somebody and tell if they're lying to you? Once again, give us a call at 612-564-8135 and maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Professor Michio Kaku, this is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call and you can have your thoughts heard on national radio. The number to call is 612-564-8135. We've archived previous shows of Science Fantastic. The website is mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org. I've written four New York Times bestsellers, and one of them is The Future of the Mind, where I do talk about brain scans, use, using brain scans as a lie detector test. And the question is, how accurate are they anyway? Well, it turns out that when you look at brain scans of the human brain, when you tell a lie, it registers the usual thing. The brain, of course, controls sweating activity involuntarily, sweating activity, pulse rate. You can pick that up on a brain scan. But lying and telling the truth or telling a lie, we have not found the center in the brain that does that. 
Maybe there is no center of the brain that does that. We don't know. But at the present time, we have not located that point of the brain where, if you tell a lie, it begins to light up. So when people say that with 99% accuracy, brain scans can detect liars, uh, well, that's kind of stretching it. Brain scans can detect a lot of things, which you can also detect using ordinary polygraphs. But brain scans are still primitive. We're in the beginning stages. Maybe eventually we'll find that center of the brain that regulates truth and untruth. But right now, we have not yet found it. So don't believe it when people say that with 99% accuracy, we can use MRI scans as lie detectors. That's not to say that it won't be possible in the future. But at the present time, brain scans are still in, his, in their infancy. Okay, well, let's move on to the next listener phone call. My name is Abigail, and my, quest my question is, why do plants with larger mass uh, have a different amount of gravity than plants with smaller mass? Thank, thank you all listen to the answer on well, it was Isaac Newton himself who figured out that the larger the planet, the more the gravity. In fact, he found the precise relationship between gravity and mass. The force between two objects is proportional to the masses of these objects divided by the distance squared times a constant, the universal gravitational constant. Using that equation, bingo, he was able to calculate the motion of comets, like Cayley's Comet. That was a tremendous victory for science because people didn't know what guided the planets, and especially they didn't know where comets came from. But using Newton's laws, you could actually calculate the trajectory, the future trajectory of Halley's Comet, and then Halley was able to predict when Halley's Comet would return back to light up the skies over London. But you ask a slightly deeper question. Why? Why is it that gravity is related to mass? Well, now we have yet another theory, Einstein's theory, that takes it one step farther. And that is that mass warps the space around it the bigger the mass, the more the warping, the more the warping, the more the distortion of an object moving in the gravitational field. So objects move in a curved line going around the sun, like the earth, because the sun has warped the space around the earth. And that's why the Earth goes around the sun. In fact, that's why you're sitting in your chair right now. How come you're not floating? How come you're not being hurled a thousand miles per hour into outer space? Because that's the velocity that you are traveling at right now. You are traveling at a thousand miles per hour. The Earth's circumference is 24,000 miles. And there are 24 hours in a day. So bingo, you divide and you get the fact that you're moving at a thousand miles per hour. So why? Because, not because gravity is pulling you down, that's what Newton would say, but because space is pushing you down. So to summarize Einstein's theory of general relativity in one sentence, it is that gravity does not pull, space pushes. And then you may ask yet another question. Why is that? Why is that? Why is it that the larger the mass, the greater the warping, and the greater the gravitational attraction? Well, the answer to that is we don't know. Sorry about that. That is a postulate given to us by Newton and now by Einstein. Where does that come from? We think that eventually comes from string theory. But then you may ask another embarrassing question. Where does string theory come from? Well, at that point, I plead guilty. I don't know. And for that matter, neither does any physicist on the planet Earth. Okay, well, let's move on now to take the next listener phone call. Hey, this is Dave P., 1340 KPRK, Livingston, Montana. My question to you is, uh, what is your opinion on wormholes? Do you think that uh, it's something that someday we can exploit and actually use? Um, do they exist? And please give me your opinion. Thank you. Well, if you want to see a wormhole in graphic detail, uh, look at Star Trek, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Whenever Star Trek Deep Space Nine begins, it opens up with a wormhole that looks very much like a whirlpool or a funnel. Well, unfortunately, that's not what a whirlpool, that's not what a wormhole looks like. Sorry about that. 
But in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, wormholes are gateways to another point of the galaxy, which occur naturally. So they're not artificial. They're created naturally. They're found, and when you find them, they can become a very cheap gateway to the other sector of the galaxy. Well, what does the science say about these things? Well, wormholes were first introduced <coughs> by Albert Einstein himself. Yes, it was 1935 that Einstein wrote a famous paper with his students, uh, Nathan Rosen, called the Einstein-Rosen Bridge Paper. He took two black holes, which sort of resemble a funnel, stuck them back to back, take two funnels, cut them, stick them back to back, and if you fall into one funnel, you fall out of the other funnel. That is a wormhole. It's a gateway. It's a shortcut through space and time. Now, Einstein himself did not think that we could create a wormhole. Of course, he was playing with black holes, so it would take the energy of a black hole. But he did believe that this was very interesting because they were solutions of Einstein's equations. So think of Alice's looking glass. The looking glass of Alice is the wormhole. Alice sits in in uh, Oxford, England. On the other side is the Mad Hatter in Wonderland. And by going through the looking glass, you instantly are transported to another point in the universe. Well, you can also use this as a time machine as well. In fact, uh, my colleague Stephen Hawking, who recently passed away, posthumously has published a book. And in the book, he says, well, he's backtracking a bit. He now believes that time travel, time travel through wormholes may be possible. He used to say it was not possible, but he has since backtracked. And his latest book, written posthumously, says that perhaps wormholes can also be used as time machines. Now, what's the catch? There's always a catch someplace. Otherwise, somebody would have built one of these damn things years ago, right? The catch is, well, as Einstein himself realized, to create a wormhole, you need fabulous amounts of positive energy, like a black hole, and then negative energy to stabilize it, to keep it open. So it was Einstein himself who realized that positive energy in the form of a black hole might rip the fabric of space and time. But Stephen Hawking had a mathematical proof showing that if you have enough negative energy, you can stabilize it, keep it stable so you can walk back and forth and not be crushed, or the wormhole wouldn't collapse on you like as, as it does sometimes on Star Trek, that you could keep the gateway open. So the catch is, of course, we do not have the ability to manipulate the energy of a black hole, and we can only create microscopic, minuscule quantities of negative energy in the laboratory, and so we're far, far away from being able to use the power of a wormhole. But are they possible? Yes. Do we know for sure? Well, no, because ultimately we have to rely on a higher theory to stabilize the black hole, and that theory is string theory. That's what I do for a living. That's my day job. Unfortunately, string theory is not yet advanced enough to answer all these questions. It gives us tantalizing clues that these questions are answerable, but the mathematics is horrendous. I know because I work on it. The mathematics is horrendous. At the present time, no one can conclusively say that wormholes exist and are stable. Now, some physicists have published articles saying that maybe they can be found naturally, like in Star Trek. The Big Bang inflated a tiny piece of the universe, and maybe there was a wormhole there, in which case the wormhole would have been inflated too, giving us a naturally occurring wormhole, just like in Deep Space Nine. Well, let's take another short commercial break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135 and ask that question, make that comment, and get on national radio. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. 
USA News, I'm Tim Berg. A federal jury ordered Donald Trump to pay $83 million in damages for defaming writer E. Jean Carroll after a trial in which she accused him of shattering her reputation while he was president by denying her claims of sexual assault. Trump saying on Truth Social the ruling was absolutely ridiculous and that he fully disagrees with the verdict. Industry experts say it's shaping up to be a good year for the housing market. Housing market analysts anticipate a promising year ahead with a notable surge of 8.3% in pending home sales reported for December by the National Association of Realtors. The group's chief economist foresees that decreasing mortgage rates and steady prices will contribute to increased affordability for a number of Americans in 2024. Positive monthly gains in signed contracts were observed in the Midwest, South, and West. This is USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com gcnfood.com It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthrodex for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthrodex for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Yes, if you want to get on Science Fantastic and ask that question that you've always wanted to ask, give us a call at 612-564-8135. You'll get a recording. When you hear the recording, leave your name, call letters to the radio station, if you're listening to one, and the city you're calling from, and then ask away. Ask that question. Make that comment that's always been bothering you. 
You know, many people, when they walk down the street, they're clueless, absolutely clueless about the world around them. Why does the wind blow? Where does the weather come from? How old are the mountains? Why do the stars shine? How far are they? How old is the universe and where did it come from? We're like leaves in the wind, just clueless about the basics of where we are in the universe. Well, I'm a physicist. I can answer every single one of those questions. And if you have one of these questions, why not ask it on national radio? Some people think, well, my question is too dumb. People are going to laugh. Well, chances are, if you have a question, chances are thousands of other people have that same dumb question. And so it's okay to ask it on national radio because a lot of people probably have exactly the same question. So give us a call at 612-564-8135. Go to my website. We've archived previous shows. Uh, the website is mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org. And it lists all the radio stations that take science. Fantastic. Okay, let's move on now and take the next listener phone call. Hello, my name is William. I am calling from Port Orange, Florida. I'm listening to what looks like WNDB 93.5. My question is in regards to light behaving as a wave and a particle and or a particle. Um, I've seen some videos and read some explanations about how it changes its behavior when uh, there's observers, in other words, the observer effect. Um, And I have also heard some explanations that when... Um, it is observed, it's really just measured, and the act of measuring um, does something to it that makes it behave as a particle and or wave again. Um, so I was just wondering if it is something that science is just assuming that when they are observed that it changes its behavior, or if um, there is actual scientific proof that um, the observation um, messes with the experiment and collapses the wave function. Um, thank you very much. I love science. Well, the answer to your questions is yes. Yes, 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 yes. Next question. Well, let me answer them one at a time now and break it down. First of all, the ancients used to wonder, what is light anyway? How fast does it move? What is it? It's it's such a fantastic thing, light. Well, we could actually answer all those questions now. Well, first of all, Newton thought that light was a particle. It was a particle that when it went through a prism would break up into colors, giving us the rainbow, but it was particulate. It was a particle. Then came other experiments where we showed that light waves can interfere with other light waves, and maybe that's what's happening with light. And so we began to think that light had a frequency, it had a wavelength, and it was vibrations. Then finally, in the 1860s, James Clerk Maxwell, a theoretical physicist in Cambridge University, made one of the greatest insights in the history of science, which made modern technology possible. All of it because of Maxwell. However, let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we'll try to answer the question, what the hell is light anyway? Is it a wave? Is it a particle? Is something in between? What is it? Well, give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. And you can ask that question on national radio. Give us a call. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran 
nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. And before the break, we had a very important question, which goes to the heart of modern physics today and why modern physics is so bizarre. Why is the quantum theory one of the weirdest theories ever proposed? And yet we need the quantum theory. Without the quantum theory, well, there's no radio, there's no television, there's no electronics, modern technology, the transistor, lasers, all of it depends upon the quantum theory. And it boils down to a simple question. Is light a particle or a wave? Newton thought light was a particle. Other people showed that light has wave-like properties. It has a wavelength, it has a frequency, and it's very similar to other forms of electromagnetic radiation. And the next big step was taken in the 1860s by James Clerk Maxwell. He showed that if I take an electric field and vibrate it, it creates a magnetic field. And if I take a magnet and shake a magnet, it creates an electric field. So then he asked a key question. If I vibrate an electric field to create a magnetic field, which creates an electric field to create a magnetic field, then does it propagate? Does it move all by itself? Well, he showed that it does. A wave, a wave like ripples on a pond, forms out of magnetism and electricity. And then he calculated the speed of that wave, and he was shocked, absolutely shocked. This is one of the greatest breakthroughs in the history of Homo sapiens. He found that vibrating electric and magnetic fields that you can create in your own living room, the vibrations travel at the speed of light. And then he uttered the most important words of all time. He said, maybe this is light. And he was right. Light is an electromagnetic wave. 
When it vibrates even faster, it turns into ultraviolet radiation. When it vibrates slower, it turns into infrared. In fact, if you vibrate it at different frequencies, it turns into television, radio, ultraviolet, gamma rays. All the colors, all the radiations that you hear about can be summarized by vibrating electric and magnetic fields. The next breakthrough came with the quantum theory. And it was Einstein himself who said that light is based on photons, particles. So now we had a conflict. We had a war raging in physics, where Newton and Einstein said that light was a particle. Everyone else said, no, it's a wave. We can refract it, reflect it. It has a wavelength. Uh, we know everything about waves. So who's right? Well, actually, both are right. It was uh, Max Born, the physicist, who finally put these two things together in a way that Einstein hated. Sorry about that, but Albert was wrong on this one. It turns out that light is a particle. It is made out of photons. Photons are particles of light. So to answer your question, is light a particle or a wave? Well, it's a particle. But the probability of finding the particle at any given point is given by a wave. So if the wave is strong at a certain point, it's likely to be there. Well, Einstein hated that idea. What? Likely? Probability? Chance? Come on, give me a break. The march of science, said Einstein, was to reduce uncertainty, to eliminate all the likelihoods of this and the likelihoods of that, to get definitive answers. So Einstein thought that the universe consisted of tiny little steel balls. These little steel balls, you knew exactly where they were. You knew their velocity, the position, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's the common sense point of view, by the way. You consciously or unconsciously think that everything is made out of definite little objects. You know exactly where they are, when they are. End of story. Well, sorry about that. That's not true. The quantum theory says that light has with it a wave, and the wave tells you where it is most likely to be found. So if the wave maximum in a certain area, then chances are that's where it is. That's called the uncertainty principle, that you don't really know where anything is at any given point, meaning that an electron, you don't really know where it is. It could be two places at the same time. Now, at this point, you may say to yourself, whoa, stop right there. Two places at the same time? Well, yes, two places at the same time. And what are the practical applications of this? Transistors, lasers, diodes, computers, iPods, the Internet, all of them based upon this bizarre idea that electrons can be two places at the same time, and the probability of finding that damn electron is given by a wave. This is amazing. When I look at myself in a mirror, I realize, first of all, I'm not really looking at myself at all. I'm looking at myself, first of all, a billionth of a second ago. Let's take another short commercial break, and let's get back to science fantastic. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Before the break, we have one of the great paradoxes of all time. How can you be two places at the same time? Well, (laughs) that's the way it is, folks. That's the way the universe operates. Now, the questioner asks, do you have to make a measurement to find out where that particle is? And yes, you have to make a measurement. And in that sense, that determines where the electron is. Now, at this point, Einstein really flipped out and said, are you saying that the process of measurement which determines consciousness, that consciousness determining measurement determines the position of a particle. Well, Einstein hated that. What? Consciousness determining existence? Einstein thought that existence was totally independent of thought. Well, according to the Bohr interpretation, Objects exist at a definite place when you make a measurement, and that requires consciousness. Now, what do modern physicists say? Most of my friends, uh, some of them Nobel Prize winners, believe in the many worlds interpretation, and that is that the universe splits in half. The electron is one place in one universe, but the electron could be another place in another universe. The universe is constantly splitting apart, and that's how you get around all the paradoxes of the quantum theory. That you don't have to have consciousness to make a measurement to determine where something is. Something is in many places because the universe splits into parallel universes. Now, if you want to know more about this, get a copy of my book, Parallel Worlds, where I talk about this. Now, does this mean that some people who have died in our universe are still alive in another universe? Well, this may freak some people out, but the answer to that is yes. In the multiverse interpretation, you can die in one universe and still live in another universe. Now, what's the catch? (laughs) There's always a catch someplace. The catch is that the probability of meeting that dead person is extremely small. So small that it's not going to happen in the lifetime of the universe. So chances are, if you've died in our universe, that even if you are alive in another universe, you'll never be able to go back to the original universe you came from. Sorry about that. Okay, well, let's move on to the next listener phone call. Hello, Professor Kaku. This is Jesse from Houston. I'm watching, I watch you on uh, YouTube, watch your podcasts and listen to questions and everything. It's pretty helpful. It's very helpful, actually. Uh, 
I had a couple questions for you about the uh, Parker Solar Probe. I know we're, we're going to launch that pretty soon, a couple days, I think, a few days from now. Um, and I understand what it does and what it's going to do and all that, but what do you think that uh, we're going to find new particles uh, that we've never seen before So since we're so close to the sun or new new elements or new things that we don't know about that's going to ask more questions? And uh, the other question was, what are we going to do with that probe? Is it going to come back to Earth or is it going to do... Uh, like a cosmic kamikaze mission, like uh, Cassini did with uh, with Cassini. Did it? You know, are they going to do that with a par- uh, Parker Solar Probe or no? Because I've never heard anything about it, so I was just seeing if you knew any more about it and uh, about new elements that might show up with the uh, Parker Solar Probe. Well, the short answer is no. We're not going to find new particles. New particles would require another Large Hadron Collider, a $10 billion machine outside Switzerland. However, we hope to find answers to many mysteries of our sun. Uh, For example, uh, there was a mini ice age during the uh, medieval period. Uh, Paintings done during the Middle Ages show that certain lakes were frozen over, lakes which are not frozen over today. People are ice skating on these frozen lakes. Temperatures dropped tremendously during a certain period of the Middle Ages called the Mini Ice Age. Some people think that the variation in the sun's intensity caused that. Also, giant solar flares uh, could wipe out communications and cause tremendous disruption on the Earth. Uh, The Carrington event of 1859, uh, Google it, Carrington event, uh, created so much solar activity that it wiped out telegraph transmissions on the Earth. Uh, the northern lights, usually seen at the North Pole, could be seen in Cuba. That's how powerful the radiation was from the sun. If that radiation from the Carrington event were to happen again, all hell would break loose. Property damage, $2 trillion in property damage. We'd have blackouts everywhere. Food riots would break out. Communications would go down. The internet, weather satellites, everything would go down. It would be horrible. We would be thrown back maybe a 100 years into the past if another Carrington event were to happen. Could it happen again? The answer is yes. But why? I mean, how often would it happen again? It turns out that several years ago, we just missed. We just missed a solar flare that could have given us another Carrington event. How often are they? We don't know the answer to a lot of those questions. So we hope to find the answer by sending probes near the sun. And, well, unfortunately, many of these probes are not going to come back. Sorry about that. Okay, let's move on now to the next listener phone call. Hi, Dr. Kaku. This is Ken. I'd like to ask about whether or not Lewis Carroll had any uh, influence on uh, relativity theory. As I understand it, um, he, in his second book of Alice, he wrote down that uh, Alice was walking down this road that constantly changed direction and constantly warped the path so that when she was trying to leave the house, the road itself would change so that she would re-enter the house. The way he described it was very similar to the way relativity is, uh, is described in um, Einstein's work. Uh, I'd like to know that being that Lewis Carroll was a mathematician, did he have any role in uh, the invention of relativity? Thank you. Well, first of all, Lewis Carroll was not Lewis Carroll. He was Charles Dodgson. Uh, he wrote under a pen name because distinguished Oxford professors of mathematics are not supposed to write children's books, which then became a monster bestseller. Uh, Queen Victoria read Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland has wormholes, for example. The Looking Glass of Alice is a wormhole predicted by Einstein in 1935. But was there a direct relationship between Alice in Wonderland and Albert Einstein. To the best of our knowledge, no. Uh, We know many of the influences that influenced Einstein. One of them was a children's book. When he was a child, a children's book asked the question, what happens if you could ride alongside a telegraph wire? Ride alongside electricity in a telegraph wire. Einstein, as a 16-year-old child, changed that into a light beam and from that got special relativity. Okay, well unfortunately we have run out of time. Once again, this is Science Fan Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135, and maybe you can get on national radio. So give us a call. 612-564-8135 is the number to call. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. 
But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's Donated Dental Services Program to see one, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will You See One? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today.